And here's an ad from our sponsors. Have you ever heard about Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Be Fearless Podcast. Today, we have a very unique topic, I will say. Uh, I, I believe in my memory just doesn't like film me today because, you know, I, I think I need another cup of coffee. Listen, what to do when, when like you feel like flat, like, you know, like you need air, like you need motivation. Like that, that's the kind of topic that we have today. And I have a very, oh my God, very special, special guesting here i left the banner up and i didn't notice but that's okay that's fine this is how we roll here in the be fearless podcast so are you ready to meet him i hope you are and i'm doing everything around today Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Michael Barham. Welcome, Michael. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today on the Be Fearless podcast. Me too. Me too. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that everything, the intro, like I messed up the banner, like, oh my God, like another, I need another cup of coffee. Like what? Like, I mean, I don't know. I still sleep. So Michael, oh my gosh, I let, let me let me start uh, by telling you everybody I just he's he's uh, an author. He's just this is his second book. Uh, I read his book. I love what he's all about. And uh, you will get to know him in a little bit. But I just want to say thank you, Michael, for, you know, giving us your time today. I really appreciate you. I can wait for the audience to meet you. Now, tell 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 everyone that is out there that is watching you that doesn't know you, who is Michael Barham and what was his dream growing up? <laughs> so first, uh, I am a father of two beautiful girls. Uh, I'm a husband. I'm a servant. But uh, I get the opportunity to help athletes and athletic coaches uh, transition into life after sports. Typically, a lot of them have trouble uh, when the ball goes flat. And so I have an opportunity to help them specifically in leadership development, communication development, and brand development. So that is who I am. And my dream going up, my dream was uh, to play basketball in the NBA. That was my ultimate dream going up. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, I mean, I don't want to spoil the book because you explained your story here and everything, but what happened? What, what do you think was the biggest uh, obstacle that you came up when, when, when you were trying to reach out to that dream or making that goal come reality? 
Well, uh, to be honest with you, I was faced with odds from the beginning. Um, just, you know, I had, uh, I had support, but uh, the support that I needed to go to that type of level was not there. Um, mm -hmm. And it was more so of not having the knowledge and wisdom to know what it takes to get to that level. Um, as, a, as a high school basketball coach myself and seeing what it takes, um, mm -hmm. I, I just uh, was wasn't in the right place. Um, now, uh, I did have some some adversities. Uh, my senior year of high school, I was a late bloomer, and my senior year of high school was when I, you know, started to come into myself and play very well. But I went through three coaches my senior year, and that is insane um, to go to go through three head coaches a senior year. Um, so you know, it didn't work out for me to transition to, but. Before you can get to the NBA, you got to go to college. So I wasn't mm -hmm. able to, to, I wasn't blessed to play basketball at the college level. Okay. And so uh, that just kind of put a damper into that dream itself. Okay. Uh, but but then, um, oh my gosh, is this just, I love your story. And I love everything through, through that you, that you have went through because it's, it's like a stepping stone. I love how you used everything in your life. If every situation is a stepping stone to move into who you are today. And, and, you know, this is, this is what I want my audience to take out of every interview that I bring in here. And you, you went through college and then something didn't click. And then you ended up doing some stuff that you were not supposed to. And how, how, how do you turn that into, you know, a, how you turn that, that situation and shift it into the right direction? So uh, for me, what happened was in my environment, um, growing up where I am, it was, it's a rural area. And so to be honest with you, there are several things that are waiting on you. Um, like I didn't have to, to guess on what was waiting on me if I wasn't successful. I knew that uh, I, I would have the opportunity to, to rob somebody. I knew that I would have the opportunity to, to sell drugs. I knew that I had the opportunity to, to, to do all of these things that was crime connected because it was the everyday thing that we talked about. And so mm -hmm. even with that, I did have, you know, uh, my uncle who would typically, you know, tell me things, but as a youngster, you want to figure it out on your own. And so for me trying to be a man and figure it out on, on my own, um, I decided that I wanted to to try to sell drugs, and um, that experience was was kind of bad for me. It wasn't like I expected it to be on TV. You know, I thought mm -hmm. that everybody was going to be excited and happy. And um, <laughs> I'm I'm such of a people's person. The individual that I was dealing with, it, it was kind of rough, and I was like, "Yo, this is not my career." <laughs> and I, I was just. You know, in a moment, I was in the room and I was like, that has to be more the life than this. And and so after that, I just I kind of uh, I accidentally started coaching elementary basketball. And when I did that, it gave me a sense of responsibility and an escape and an excuse not to get into trouble or things that would get me into trouble anymore. Because I was, you know, 19, 20 years old, responsible for 10 and 11 year olds. And. Let me tell you, um, that was definitely a, 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 a rock in my life uh, at that moment because I was barely responsible for myself at the time. Mm -hmm. So it, it was one of those yeah, things that, it, that helped me. It pushed, you. it pushed you to not only be accountable for yourself, but also uh, to be accountable for those that you were coaching. 
Um, and, and I love that part of your story as well, because uh, there, there was a learning process throughout, throughout that coaching phase in elementary. You said elementary, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but you, you thought in high school as well, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I coached, coached so. in high school. Okay. So, and, you know, it kind of like you went through the small, like small, I won't say small, because nothing is small in this life. Mm -hmm. um, I'll say you, you went through the basic levels of coaching all the way to where you are today. And um, tell us, there's, there's, something, there's something that you said here that you created in order to be accountable for yourself and help others. You created a time block. And I love that because I'm always talking about time blocking. And I, I want to let the audience know what do you do during your time block? Because you said that you started like waking up around 5.30 and then you started at 5 and then now you wake up at 4 a.m. every morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So, so tell, us, tell, tell us how do you work with yourself during that time? That is a four-hour block that you have for yourself every day, right? Absolutely. So um, how I got exposed to it about 2017, it was one of those years where it was like, yo, I need to become better. I have a desire to become better. And I went to um, Eric Thomas conference and I was in the VIP and I was inside of the room. And one of the things that he said was, he was like, I'll, I'll give everything that I have because I understand that only 10% of the people in this room are going to go home and execute it. And, you know, I was on a high, I was excited. And then I left and I was a part of the 90% who didn't execute. And that was such a conviction in my spirit. And he said he woke up at three o'clock in the morning. And so for me at that time, I was like, whoa, I can't do three. I, I, I'm a procrastinator. I, if I had to be to work at seven o'clock, I was getting up at 6.30, sometimes 6.45. But mm -hmm. I knew that in order for my life to change, I had to change the things that I was doing. Exactly. And so for me, I started at 530. And then I slowly went into 30 minute increments. And at first it was like, okay, yay, I'm up. But now what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so uh, I built myself to, to, to four hours, I mean, to 4 a.m. And so I wake up every day at 4 a.m. First thing I do is I go through my prayer, my, my worship and my Bible reading. And after I get done uh, with that, it, it probably takes me between 4, 4.30. After that, I start going into uh, my brand and whether it's uh, getting my posts together, checking my mm -hmm. emails, getting all those things together, checking on my clients, making sure that I follow up and, and send everything I need to send in my CRM. Um, and then I am checking on, on all of my responses uh, for people who may have come through and that were interested in working with me um and so i or and after i get done with that i read because i, I love to read and i love to run I'm, I'm a runner so that exercise typically gets my mind going um it helped me feel good because at the end of the day if you don't take care of yourself it's going to be hard to take care of other people and so exactly. um whatever that is for you you know that that, that that's my mental time i have to get my mind ready um because i understand the moment that the world wakes up and start going, um, they're going to try to pull against uh, me and, and, and get everything. Uh, so I have to get everything prepared and ready for whatever the day is going to bring. And so I, for me, I consider myself as a quote unquote underdog. 
And so, um, although I may not be the fastest, the smartest, uh, whatever the case may be, I feel like if I'm waking up at 4 a.m. and everybody else is waking up at 7 and 8, um, I have that jump on you and eventually I'll catch you because I'm getting the opportunities that you are sleeping on literally. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I, I've always been the person that's been willing to put in the work and do whatever it takes. Um, and, and that's just uh, the lifestyle that I've built. And it, it's clockwork, even on the weekends. I know my wife look at me crazy when I wake up <laughs> and it's four o'clock and I'm like, yep. And I walk into my space <laughs> and, and get my day started. But that's amazing. And um, I love that you share what you do in those four hour blocks because we definitely need to pour into us first before we go and pour into others we cannot pour out of an empty vessel like it, it can't happen we need to you know make sure that we are in sync that we you know uh we especially have our mind uh you know prepared uh i love that you do your prayers first thing in the morning like that's the first thing that you get out of the way because for me i mean a life without god is like it's nothing um and and i love that i love that that part that you know you give him the priority and everything else just falls behind in order in everything doesn't matter how the thing goes down in the day everything will work in order because you already put that in um now you also take care of your not only of your mind your spiritual life your mind you also work on your body so you say you run it for an hour yeah, you train absolutely. every day for an hour so it may not be an hour i try to make it an hour it may be 30 minutes some days uh because if it rains or anything like that i'll at least throw on a youtube 30 minute hit video where i can get uh just a burn to get my my body going but i typically mm -hmm. uh I'm a runner. Everything happens. I'll come to my ideas. Everything happens. As I run, uh, I just get lost and, and excited inside of it. And so, you know, I can I can probably, before I know it, I'm running 50, 60 miles a month. Um, and it's That's just, awesome. It's what, I, it's what I love to do. <laughs> and so uh, it, it's fun. It's my thing. So everybody has their thing. Um, yeah. That's my sacred space and my moment where I get all of my thoughts and everything out inside of my running time. I mean, that's the best time too, because I don't know, a um, long time ago before, because now, now I'm about to go into my fourth surgery, but before I had my, all my back issues, I used to, I remember I used to run like three times per week and I used to do a um, total of like five miles per day. So, mm -hmm. and I remember that that was also when my best ideas came through when I was like, you know, I find the solution of a problem during that time. It's like something magical happened in our brains in that time. It's like, well, I was thinking, this is the answer I was looking for. And then you continue running and then you continue like, uh, I don't know. I think it might be the adrenaline or something in our body. Mm -hmm. Some chemical just triggers something in our brain. And I love it. But um, I mean, it's so important. And I love that you have that routine. And do you teach this to your clients? Oh, absolutely. I think the biggest thing is because I think what happens is when people see success, um, especially on the outside, they just want the end result. And the biggest thing that I tell my clients is it's like it looks cute or it looks good on the outside, but you have to build yourself up on the inside to handle and endure everything that happens inside of the process. 
and so I definitely I teach internal first um, before that external because the Facebook likes everybody sharing your stuff and people bringing you in to do certain things. All of that is good, but you have to be able to make it like to be honest with you. I was ready to do whatever it takes. The stuff started messing up with us today, but mentally I was ready to pivot. Uh, because things happen and then mess up. I used to be a time where I would just get frustrated and shut down, but I had to understand the inside of this life. There are some things that you have to learn. So absolutely. I teach it to my clients. I want to make sure that, um, you're able to schedule things because scheduling is priority. Uh, I, I haven't always been scheduled. I'm gonna be honest with you. My wife has made me do that, but the level that I was trying to get to, I was double booking things. And so that comes off as bad business. It's a character mm -hmm. thing that we have to get down with. So I make yeah. sure your schedule is okay. We got to take care of our mind and our bodies, make sure that they're okay to endure because adversity is going to happen. It's not, it's not if it's when. And so you can have all the skill of the work in the world, but if you can deal with adversity, then you shut down. So yes, I definitely teach those things. I teach goal setting and how mm -hmm. to actually, uh, to, to achieve your goals in just a tangible way. I know that you read one of my methods is called the tame method that, that I put yes. in the book, just a simple way to break it down where it's easy to, to understand because I wasn't taught goal setting, um, to be honest with you, it took me going through the process, uh, and learning later in life, uh, a simple way to, to do so. Yeah. And I think that, uh, goal setting is not a skill that we even learn in school. Like, to be honest, we, we don't go through that. They tell us, oh, yeah, you have to be responsible. And then, uh, you know, they keep uh, um, saying, telling us what we need to do. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to be a certain way. But they don't teach us the basic. And goal setting is as important as knowing how to, you know, block your time and schedule things and, uh, you know, have that uh, layout that will you know serve as a blueprint to actually execute your your plan um now now you moved from coaching in high school into coaching people especially athletes that you know step out of in the world they don't have and you know a contract with anybody in any type of sports and they found themselves like now what i have worked with i mean all my life since i was a kid you know with this dream did anything happen but then you you, you teach them to pivot like you said so tell us how's that how's that work Absolutely. Um, I think the biggest thing is it's internal because I've experienced it. So I know the hurt and, um, through coaching high school basketball, I, I was blessed to see at three levels. I saw my kids that got done with high school struggle with transitioning. I saw my kids who went to college and when they got done struggle with transitioning. And I was blessed to have some kids who made it to pro and they still went through the same, uh, struggle when it comes to the transition. And so that became a pain point while I was like, okay, I, I, it took me maybe five to six years after to actually address it and deal with it. And so not only were they struggling with, uh, feeling rejection, they were struggling with finding purpose. And one of the blessed, the biggest blessings that happened in my life was, um, getting certified in DISC. And so for me to be able to understand the bif the different personalities or behavior traits in human beings. I, I'm able to help number one, help see, help people see like the value that they have and why they're wired and how they're wired. 
And so, mm-hmm. whereas it's like, well, I don't feel like I have any purpose. Well, it looks like you're very analytical here. Do you know how many people need analytical people? When it comes to, when we talk about scheduling, some people struggle with stress, scheduling exactly. because of the planning <laughs> aspect of it. So it's like, mm-hmm. you just don't see, it's almost like driving in a car. So typically when you get a car, sometimes newer models come with them, but you have your regular side mirrors. And then you have those smaller mirrors on there. They help you see in those blind spots. Mm-hmm. And, and, and basically what I do is I'm just a blind spot. I help identify the blind spots for, for uh, those athletes and athletic coaches. And more specifically, after we go through that, uh, dealing with the mental part of not feeling like a failure and understand that it's natural when these things happen to everybody, I help them um, specifically uh, find purpose in building their own speaking and coaching uh, program uh, because it's the same thing, essentially. It's just finding that. So those individuals who may, uh, they're like, oh, what do I do next? It's like, well, how about you pour into other people, uh, whether it be using your gift of communication. If you don't feel comfortable, I'll show you how to do that. It's simple. Um, and structuring your own coaching program, whereas I know a lot of times people, uh, you know, are weary when they're trying to get on other people's stages to get to this point. Mm-hmm. I have them build their own stage. I have them build their own platform. Um, that way that they can lock into what they desire and find those people that are just like them. The same way that we're doing, I help them do that as well. And then they have some type of purpose and fulfillment by finding the niche or or like what the way I like to say it is find a need and feel it or find your hurt and heal it. And so when we do that, it allows us to do some purpose work. I love it. I love it. I love everything about it. (laughs) And then from there, you take them into creating their own brand if they're going to like turn it into a business and you have a program, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be Tell launching. us about your program. So uh, my program is called Rise Up Academy. Um, I did it before and, and I kind of put it down and everybody's like, please bring that back. And, and honestly, it was more so let me beta test this and see, you know, do I need to do this? Because I have a gift and a passion of teaching other people how to do things. And I've never been the type of individual who, uh, didn't want to share information. I just don't like sharing information with people where I waste my time. But uh-huh. um, but what I did, I decided because of the demand, I decided to bring it back. And it's a 12-week uh, one-on-one coaching program where we deal with it's, uh, leadership, speaking, and coaching. So um, I take people through uh, leadership, understanding leadership, because if you've never been a leader, you really don't know how to lead other people. And because mm-hmm. I use disc i help them understand how to lead the different types of people because there are four leadership styles that everyone needs at any particular time you have a pusher you have a promoter you have a puller and you have a preparer and so you have to be able to do different things based on who's in front of you so we Mm -hmm. go through that phase after that i show them how to develop a speech and how to get comfortable being a communicator some people I have a hard time doing this with what we're doing. But to be honest with you, I break it down so simple where they feel comfortable and confident doing it. And after that, I literally help them structure step by step, structure their coaching program and go through the process of getting enrolling clients, what they need to say, sales script, all of Mm -hmm. that, and help them build their own thing and watch it scale and grow 
uh, in the future. So that, that was, those are the three phases, the leadership, the speaking, and the coaching, you know, help them understand how to uh, build. And what I mean by building things, because uh, a lot of times when you're in the beginning phase, you may not be able to afford a graphic designer the way that you have to show up uh, on social media. You may not be able to afford a videographer the way that we have to show up on social media. So I literally show you how to use what you have to get mm -hmm. what you want. So I show you how to use your phone before you're able to get a camera. I show you how to the design a master course inside of Canva or any of these other things before you can afford a, a designer, whether it's Fiverr or whatever it is. I show you how to do those things because even if they're not available, we still have to show up. So uh, that that is what I do in Rise Up Academy uh, leadership. I love it. Speaking and coaching. I love it. Rise Up Academy. But you also um, you also have a website that is called Michael Barham Elevates. Absolutely, absolutely. Is that related to you have? I'm um, I believe on your book you mentioned something about uh, six week boot camp. Absolutely. So I also have for uh, for my athletes, it's a it's a six week boot camp where we we just you know when we talk about um, when they first get done, there's this phase where they're going through, and it's just the mental. That six week boot camp is specifically uh, set on getting their mental back because when the ball goes late, which is the title of my book, it, it it's geared towards athletes, but specifically, it's a general principle that anybody can learn from because. Ultimately, is when something ends that you love, you're trying to figure out what's next. And most of the time, we're in this mental funk. And so we go through mindset things for six weeks to get our mind back in the game to know, exactly. hey, I, I, I deserve a level of greatness. I was good at this point. And so we go through, you know, my rise method where we help identify the roadblocks. We, we identify the ingredients it takes. We, we get we go through the strategy and then we equip with whatever we need in order to go to our next phase in life. So for six weeks, we just we go through that mindset stuff to get people back in a phase where they're ready mm -hmm. to fight for their greatness again. I love it. I love everything about it. <laughs> so you guys, you can see the website right there. You can contact Michael. You can also find him in Facebook as Michael Barham Elevates, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Michael, I mean, it is a very short book. It's only 100, I mean, what, 176 exactly. pages. But yes. let me tell you, it's packed with a lot of great information and great tips. And I really encourage you to reach out to Michael because he is amazing. I just gonna say that he is amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, and I highly recommend him. So you guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. Michael, any last words to our audience before we leave? Oh, absolutely. Um, I would just tell if you're watching this right now and if you feel like, um, especially with everything going on with the pandemic, you feel like life is against you right now. You need that hope. You need uh, that encouragement. I, I just want to let you know that um, greatness is still available to you. You still have value inside you. No matter what life throws at you, you still can get up. You still can rise up and walk into and pursue the purpose that is out there for you. As long as you're willing to go through and grow through, whatever it takes to get there, 
your best life is on the other side. I love it. Your best life is on the other side. I love it, Michael. Thank you for those words. Well, everybody, thank you for being here today for listening to the podcast. And we are almost reaching the first season. And thank you, Michael, for being part of this first season of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for your time. You guys don't forget to follow me, follow the uh, the follow me on Instagram. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and don't forget to follow the Audible podcast on Anchor and Spotify. Thank you for your endless support. I am so grateful and thankful for all of you. I just want you to have an amazing day. Thank you, Michael, for being here. Until next one, don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless. Bye.